How do you become part of the 25% of the population that know their true passion? Stay tuned to find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur. My name is Tracy Brinkman. What is up? What is up? What the hell is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to your ongoing dose of finding your passion, learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman, and you, well, that, my friend, is infinitely more important. You are. Yeah, you're a driven entrepreneur or you're one in the making. Either way, you are here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, or just start leveling up with some great marketing, personal, or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. That's why I'm here hitting you with another solo success episode for coming to you straight from the Dark Horse HQ as we dive deep into success with actionable advice tips and steps designed to help you level up your game because we already know there are no shortcuts to success except for taking those little steps towards your goals every single day. Now, before we kick this off, I know you've been getting value from this uh, podcast. And if this is your first episode, I know you're going to get value from it. If you want to keep getting these uh, solo success tips as well as the amazing interviews from the guests I'm able to bring on, please go on down there and hit that subscribe button while you're there. Yeah, go ahead and leave us a five-star rating. Drop us some kind words in the reviews. Heck, go ahead and ask a question, make a suggestion, offer some tips to improve. I'm open to that and I read every single one of the reviews. These subscribes rating reviews, they tell those podcast platforms out there to lift us up a little bit in the rankings so that we can reach more driven entrepreneurs just like yourself. So please take a moment, show the love and help this dark horse spread the word. Alrighty, happiness and success, man. You know, as I think back to some of the uh, interviews I've done lately, uh, I've been able to speak to a wide variety of folks from digital entrepreneurs to brick and mortar entrepreneurs to creative entrepreneurs to actors and actresses and musicians. And I like covering the gamut because as I learned across my career, it's being able to pick away tips and techniques and glean information from other industries and absorb them into what it is that you do that can really move you ahead of your competition, move you ahead of those that you're running neck and neck with. Because if you're out there grinding away and keeping an eye on what's going on inside your industry, well, those that are good inside your industry, they're doing the same thing. But one of the things that has helped me move ahead in my career in corporate America and then later on in entrepreneurship wasn't just keeping an eye uh, on the pulse or the finger on the pulse of my industry. It was looking outside of my industry and finding things that were working or just finding tactics that were part of their normal day-to-day that weren't part of my industry and going, hmm, wait a minute, 
Could I use that to make myself more effective, more efficient, right? Or just stand out above the rest. Hey, no one else is doing this and I absorb and I'm doing it this way because XYZ and that makes you different, right? So that's one of the reasons I like bringing a, on to this podcast, the wide variety of folks you've been hearing. And I will continue to do that again to be a little different, to expose you to something that you won't hear on all the other podcasts out there. You know, the wide variety, the the different industries, perspectives. Why would I bring on the gentleman I'm bringing on next Monday just because he was the, uh, the guitar player for the Steve Miller Band? Because he's been in the industry so long and he has unique perspectives, a unique story. He's going into the online digital space and he's doing things as well. What can we learn from that? And all that is to say, you know, these these folks that are uh, making a career for themselves, they've found their passion, they've found their happiness. And I, I think one of the biggest things uh, that so many folks that try and try but fail, right, even their feedback, remember it's not failure, it's feedback, uh, they get that feedback and it stops them from moving forward is because they have that lack of passion. If you ask any successful person, be they an entrepreneur, be they a solopreneur, be they a millionaire, billionaire, I think they'll tell you the same thing. You must be passionate about what it is you're doing. And there was a survey done not too long ago that showed that 75% of the population do not know what their passion is. that sucks maybe that alone is why there's so much unhappiness in our society but for those truly happy people the other 25% they've found something that they love that they enjoy that they are passionate about and they want to keep learning more and they want to share it with those around them and maybe they offer it for free for a while and maybe they start charging creating a digital course doing live classes whatever it is they're out there doing something they're passionate about but how do I find my passion, Tracy? I, I get it, man. I want to be passionate about something and I keep finding something and I get into it. It's like, eh, maybe I was passionate, but now I'm not. Well, we grow, we evolve. I get that. So let's talk about some questions that you can ask yourself to see if you can dig in and find that nugget, that gem, that golden morsel that will allow you to go, oh man, I never thought about that. That's where I'm going next. And the first one, and I think a number of these will be easy once you know them, but sometimes it's just somebody putting that little bug in your ear and what a great medium podcasting is, right? Because here we are, we're hanging out together, whatever it is you're doing right now, whether you're working out, you're doing dishes, you're tending the garden, you're walking the dog, you're babysitting the kids, whatever it is you're doing, maybe you're just driving to your cubicle. Yeah? And you're sitting there listening to this kind of podcast because you want to stop driving to the cubicle. One of the key ways is obviously to find your passion and these questions are going to help there. And you're like, well, gosh, those questions are simple. Sometimes it's those simple things that escape us, right? We're like, oh man, I should have asked that. If I would ask myself that question 20 years ago, maybe my life would be completely different. So now, today, the episode you're listening to right now can help you ask that question so that 20 years from now, you're not going, man, if I'd have known this 20 years ago. All right. So here's question number one. What puts a smile on your face? Huh? See, if you think about it, every time you're smiling, you're doing something you enjoy, right? And there's, 
I'm a big believer in there's a reason you were put on this earth, right? Whatever higher power you believe in or don't believe in, that's okay too. I think you'll be continue to be placed on this earth until you execute that goal, right? Whether you do it well or whether you do it poorly. Once you do that, well, then you'll be put here for another reason, right? Maybe you're put here to do a podcast. I don't know. Maybe I'm here to put a bug in your ear to help you find what makes you passionate, what lights you up inside. So the first part of that is what puts a smile on your face. Think think about something that you do or perhaps you used to do that brought you happiness. Why'd you stop doing it, right? If you did it today, that would it make you smile? Does just thinking about doing it make the little edges of your mouth start to rise up, right? You know, like the Grinch towards the end of the movie, right? that little smile before his heart grew 10 times the size. Yeah, that smile. What puts a smile on your face? Now, this next one is a little tricky because it's all about what do you find is easy? There's so many times, and I was a victim to this in my early days of my career, and because I used to think, well, I know it. Everyone's got to know it. It's it's so second nature to me. And when it came to things like, you know, Lotus 1, 2, 3, right, which I'm dating myself by saying that, now it's Excel. But when it came to uh, computer programs back in the 90s and the early 2000s and the late 80s, I was all over them. I knew them inside and out. I knew all the keystrokes and uh, the keyboard shortcuts. I found it easy. So when I was showing something to someone in Excel later on or in Access or any of these other tools that are out there, I would kind of glean over some of the the basic steps and like, whoa, whoa, stop, stop, stop. How'd you do that? Because I was assuming everyone knew how to do that. If we find it's easy for us to do, it's usually because we're passionate about it. And we've taken the time to learn all the nooks and crannies and the ins and outs and the shortcuts and the, and the how-tos, right? And here's the thing. It's really hard for you to hate something that's easy for you to do. But it's really easy for you to take it for granted that everyone else knows how to do it. So... What makes you smile? And what do you find is easy? All right, so now I got your, I mean, I got your juices flowing, right? Huh? Yeah, you're thinking, hmm, these are good questions. So the next one spins right off of that. What sparks your creativity? There's something in your world, in your mind, in your past, in your future, in your present, that when you think about it, you always seem to want to expand on it, right? You always somewhat come up with some new fun way or exciting idea or new project involved in it. I'll use my, my brother, for example. Unfortunately, he's passed away now. But when it came to vehicles, cars and motorcycles more specifically he always had some new project going on whether it was rebuilding an engine changing the paint scheme you know changing the the shift pad whatever it was he was mad crazy cool with that it sparked his creativity and then he later on turned that creativity into how to create props for uh independent movie productions so someone came to him and said dude i know you're crazy cool with cars i have the scene we're going to put this zombie in the back of a police car but we don't want to do the whole you know police car thing we're going to paint the car with spray paint or whatever they did it anyway what they wanted to do is they had the right kind of car but they didn't know how to build 
the you know the the divider cage that you usually see in police cars with the roll bar and the, you know the plated steel with the holes drilled in Robbie's all like here's how you do that it's going to cost you about 50 bucks you know a trip down to Home Depot and about four hours worth of work and they're like seriously and that's what it was I think he told me he ended up doing it for about 40 bucks but he went down to Home Depot bought some PVC pipe and then bought some um I'm not sure if it's a foam core um, kind of sheet, but it was kind of a, a plasticky kind of sheet. And then he, you know, came back, went into his garage, you know, saw this, cut this, do this, put this together, glue that there, right? And he made the roll bar out of PVC. And where he put the elbow joints, he would just use a little bondo and a little sanding so it looked like it was consistent, you know, uh, adhered that to the foam core uh, sheet and then cut that out to size and drilled the holes in it and then spray painted it all gray and then used some black uh, and some gray tonings to make it look weathered and beaten up. And there you have it. They slid it in there and now the car they had looked like a police car with the roll cage and all nine yards. Creativity. Whatever makes you creative is something you're passionate about. And here's the thing. Usually people will come to you because they know that is your zone of genius. And they keep asking you about these things, right? What is it that's easy for you? What is it that you're creative for? And this leads right into the next one because you're already doing it. What would you do for free? When your friends come and ask you, usually you help them. You're doing it for free. Thinking about something you would love to do, even if you weren't getting paid to do it. Think about something you would look forward to do, something you wish you could do all the time, whether they paid you or not. That, my friend, is probably where your real passions lie. Is it creating pawns for people? I don't know. Is it you know, creating gardens or landscapes? I know someone... She was just out here visiting us, um, Kirsten, and she is all about getting out there and working on the land. So her current career path is landscaping out there in, uh, I believe it's Northern California where she's residing now. Hopefully she'll come out here and live with us in the, in the uh, beautiful state of Wisconsin and continue those skills. But taking that that you're passionate about and getting out there and do it, that's hard work, right? I've done it. It, I don't find it fun. I enjoy it when I'm doing it because I'm doing it for myself and the beautification of, of my homestead. But to go out there and do it for other people, yeah, see, that wouldn't be my jive. But for her, she rocks it. What would you do for free, right? Because you just love doing it. In the same sense, what do you like to talk about? Most of the time, this one kind of escapes us, right? And this might be another one where you have to ask your friends, right? Ask them what they believe you like to talk about most what topic when you're discussing it do they say makes your eyes light up and they can't seem to shut you up about it right because your 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 body posture will change you'll start to lean into the conversation right again your eyes will brighten up maybe your the pace of your speaking elevates right you start talking faster because you're just so excited about it you want to give them all the information you can so you, the pace at which you're sharing it uh, elevates and they're like oh, oh slow down slow down down i just asked you how to change a tire and here you are telling me how to get extra 10 horsepower out of my honda civic i don't know but what is it that you like to talk talk about 
is usually where your passion lies. I got two more here for you. We're getting a little longer in length. I like to keep these uh, under, you know, 20, 30 minutes, obviously. But these last two, I think, are very important as well. Oh, I think they're all important. But I think one thing you need to ask yourself is, what makes you unafraid of failure? See, here's the cool thing. When you're doing something you totally believe in, you totally are passionate about, a, a confidence from in, deep inside comes out in your abilities. And even if you flub up, you trip, you stumble, you bumble, you fall, you face plant, you just get back up and say, well, damn, that didn't work. Let me give you an example. Um, way back, oh gosh, this would have been the mid or late 90s, probably the mid 90s, I uh, traded an older car in and I got a an IROC Z and I loved this car and when I bought it it had a uh, a 350 I believe it was um, bored out a little bit bigger than that and then it had a racing clutch and a five speed and man <laughs> I feel like Tim Allen right now but um, and I had been you know Toying with my driving skills a bit. So I was a bit unafraid of failure. Now, mind you, the vehicle I had before, right? I couldn't push the limits as much as I could in this IROC Z because it was designed to be driven a little differently. And I was out uh, where I shouldn't have been in a residential neighborhood, pushing the limits of my vehicle. And I went slideways around a corner. I was drifting around a corner and I I, I pushed it a little too far and I end up, you know, spinning the vehicle and uh, planting the car into the curb. Luckily, nothing was damaged. Uh, I think I bent my front license plate a little bit, but that's about it. So I quickly drove back home and got out and buffed out the nose of the car because it had scuffed up the, the nose a little bit. And I was sitting there thinking, what did I do wrong? How did I overcompensate that? Did I move the clutch too? I wasn't beating myself up. I was asking myself the questions of what it was, where where did I go awry? What not right things did I do so that the next time I did it, I was ready to go? I was unafraid of the failure I had just experienced. You, you get what I'm saying? So what it is that, what things do you do that make you unafraid of not succeeding? I won't say it's failure, right? Because it's really not failure. It's feedback because you've heard me say so many times. But what it is what things do you do that when you do them, you're not worried about whether you succeed 100% because you know you love doing it anyway. And what is it, this is the last one, that you would regret never having tried? In one of my courses, I give the rocking chair test and I'll give you a synopsis of it right here. Let's say you're in your 90s or you're 110 years old, whatever age you get to be ripe to and you're sitting on the front porch of your home in a rocking chair next to the one you love and you're just slowly rocking back and forth and maybe you're chatting about some of the things you've done in life. At that moment, in that rocking chair with that special someone and you look over and say, I wish I would have fill in the blank. That's something you are passionate about. It's residing deep inside you. You want to do it, right? You're ready to do it. And you know you would regret not doing it. So get out there and start doing it. You won't know how much you love it until you try it. And then when you're sitting in that rocking chair at that ripe old age again with that special someone and you're rocking back and forth, you say, yeah, I even tried that one thing I was afraid to. And it was awesome. 
All right, I know I ran a little long today, but I had some, some, just some great stuff I wanted to make sure I get out to you, right? So that wraps up another awesome week here at the Dark Horse HQ. And by the way, if you're looking for some help with your podcast, whether you're looking to launch one, you already have one, and you need some help with the editing and the promotion of it, or you're looking to monetize your podcast, please reach out to me, Tracy at DarkHorseSchooling.com, or you can go to uh, DarkHorseSchooling.com backslash coaching there's a form there fill out everything right there let's get you on a call i want to make sure you come away from that call with a success plan i will make sure during that call you have the steps you need to be uh, need to take to be successful again that's darkhorseschooling.com backslash coaching there'll be a link down here in the show notes let's see how i can be of service to you in helping you start restart or kickstart your business or your podcast. Now, I know you want to keep getting all these ongoing solo success tips as well as the amazing interviews. So make sure you go on down there and hit that subscribe button. Leave us a five-star rating. Drop us some kind words in the reviews. Heck, ask a question. I'll make a podcast episode out of it. And like I said before, these subscribes, ratings, and reviews are the way you tell the podcast platforms that you think we're awesome around here to kick us up in the rankings so that we can reach more driven entrepreneurs just like you. So please take a moment, show the love, and help this dark horse spread the word. All right, you get out there. You run your race. You get your results. Come let me hear about them. Until next time, think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.